Hi, and welcome to the awesome DIY wedding planning podcast from Wedding Espresso. Fun, relaxed DIY wedding planning chats with the pros. Now sit back and relax. It's time to carpe wedding deal, baby. Hi, Michelle. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hiya. Yeah, <laughs> How so you you're. Doing? I'm doing very well, and yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Keep them busy. (laughs) Your company is Bluey and Blue, and you provide wedding crashes. Amongst other things, you provide wedding crashes, which is what we're really interested in here today. And I think it's fantastic. I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, Now, when we went online to see where brides and grooms were in terms of like how much do they understand about this i was amazed to find out that the the number one most searched question on the internet by brides and grooms is what is a wedding crash so would you like to to answer that for us right well it varies across the, the sector but in a nutshell it's basically it's a party for the children but where we act in loco parentis, so we're looking after the children. And it's effectively like a, a nursery that pops up all over the place. We have the same um, care standards that you would expect. But we have children that are all ages. And um, there's so much more that I could say, but I think there's other questions might be asked anyway in relation to what is a wedding crash. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So um, we tell this story a lot. At our wedding, we had a we organised to have a crash for uh, mm-hmm. for the kids at the wedding because I think people come from two different schools. They either really want the kids involved in the ceremony, yeah, um, or they think that the kids might cause uh, a distraction. Or sometimes, certainly from our perspective, when we were filming weddings you could almost guarantee that as soon as the vows were about to be said, a child would run <laughs> across the camera. And it happened It happened more than you'd like to admit. So there, there are definitely two two different schools of thought kind of towards the approach. And we were we were of the school of thought. We thought, well, we, we our photos are very important to us and our video is, is very important to us. So um, we understand that the ceremony is probably a bit too long. Depending on the age of the children, it's probably a bit too long not really very interesting for them. So we put on a crash and it was meant to be sort of, you know, there was going to be films and games and all sorts of things. But I think the mistake we made going into it, and it was the only mistake I think we made for the wedding, but we booked a crash. We didn't book a wedding crash. And I think there's a difference um, because obviously you will have experience of, of, of running a crash at a wedding um, and our crash organizer basically didn't have that experience and she turned up and essentially didn't go to the right place, didn't go there at the right time. The crash never happened and it was actually one of the parents that had to look after the children. So it kind of slapped <laughs> in on itself, which is a disaster. But um, I think from the wedding had, perspective, sorry. You, your heart was in the right place. You did more than most. We you tried. We about tried. It. We tried. Yeah, but we could have done more. Um, so I think from, uh, you know, from a parent's perspective at a wedding then, um, how important is it to have a, a wedding crash? Yeah. So you, the points you've let, raised are, um, having a company that does it all the time is very different. Event childcare is different. Um, 
in a regular childcare setting, you're in the same place. There's a comfort zone where the children go to the same things. They pick up wherever they want. We're in a new place with new children. We have things like timelines. We A wedding day is filled with things happening that we have to be sensitive to. And not only that, the children don't come to us. We have to go to them and then we have to move around with the children where we're at a venue with enormous grounds. We don't sit there and say, you cannot go to play outside. We can go outside and we can be wary of what do they need to be out for photographs? Let's not go on a woodland walk at that point. So, um, but the other side to it is, what do children want to do and what do adults want to do at a wedding? Do the children want to sit, have conversations and drink champagne? Probably not. They probably like a cheeky swig, but that's that's not really what you want them to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) If they were any like me as a child, I used to go around swigging from my nan's Bailey's glass. But anyway, we're not encouraging that behaviour, of course. Um, the other side of it is what do adults want? <laughs> do they want crazy children running around and amongst loads of glasses, loads mm. of people drinking? And um, that's what kids do. Why should they be told off for being who they really are? And that is sometimes busy and sometimes not. So a wedding crush will be able to respond and to focus the children's energies on something they want to do. It's all about choice. There you go. Does that give a good answer? It really does. And and I think it's a fantastic perspective to say that, well, let's make sure that the kids have a really good day, too. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's a if you, if you want kids point. at your wedding, it's also pretty cool to make sure they have a really, really good time. Um, I'm so unashamedly in the kids camp. I am. I prior to the booking, my clients are the adults. Their needs are priority. But when you put me and my staff in a room with the children, I'm unashamedly, they are my number one priority and not the adults who I'm sadly, sad to say, cannot come and play in the crash. (laughs) Even though they quite like to be in the room with us. I'm like, no, sorry. not happening <laughs> so actually from from the perspective I, I, being a new parent myself right now I've got, I'm having all yes, these new, new, I, new ideas and how old is he now he's six months so oh, if, we, if we if we went to a wedding I would be let's say not apprehensive but I would be alert or aware about handing my child off to a, basically a complete stranger um, yes. at a wedding now in that kind of scenario, what assurances could a bride and groom provide to their guests beforehand to say it really is above board and, you know, we've booked the best people? I think there needs to be more sharing who you've booked so that we are approachable by everybody. There is, I would not be upset if one of my, the family of my clients wanted to get in touch and ask me questions but there seems to be that doesn't seem to happen so much and while I do have um, registration forms with my details on I think it would be better if people could get in touch with me to ask me the questions so you can discover that they haven't just hired a local teenage babysitter this is a company that has reviews 
and mm. feedback and operates um has operated for near well I'm celebrating my twelfth birthday on um Monday, so we've been doing this for years. So yeah, it's I think it's good for parents to be able to get in touch with me, but they we don't seem to have that process yet. Um but yeah, I understand it's yeah. <laughs> and you don't want them to parents to feel like they have uh, bamboozled into separating their from their children. Um it shouldn't be a negative shit it having mm-hmm. time off from your child. You shouldn't be sat there drinking champagne, worry, wondering if your child is diving head first, you know, off of a off of a table or something like that. Yeah, so. I, and I think what you said basically your accreditations and your your massive history, um, all on your website that says it all, really, doesn't it? That's that's putting that's putting the kids in a very safe place. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, no safety is is so important, but actually, that you know. We're only there for the children. We are not there as guests. We're not there to have a, dr- a drink ourselves. We are there purely to support those children, to have a great time. And and usually that comes when they're focused on certain things and they're being observed. Um, the safety is us being there to respond to any and just health and safety when you're in that stance of always observing. Um, really, um, we don't always step in. Don't get me wrong. We're not superwomen, but, and supermen. Um, but we do have, um, you know, we, we don't just sit down and, and we're not lazy. You know what I mean? We're, mm-hmm. bit, we're very busy moving around the room, constantly picking things up and the children want to interact with us as well, which we're very happy about. Of course. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, it's quite, yeah. I mean, that's a bit more than probably I needed to say, but that's just a side of things that's, you know, people don't realize just exactly what's going on. And a lot of it is what you do automatically and they can't see. I'm not just stood there watching, standing around. Um, I'm always scaling and, you know, I'm part of the room after all. We all, we all are. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. So um, just to round things out then, I have to ask, the name Bluey and Blue, where does that come from? Oh, yeah, that's that's a lovely story. So um, back in 2006, when I was starting my business, I thought that I would use my voluntary experience at Brownies. And um, that Brownie group, I was named Bluey, which is actually short for Blue Tit. And I refused. It was my daughter, her little six, which is like a little group you get in brownies, decided to pick that name for me. And I'm like, oh, lovely. Well, I'm not going to not have it, but I'm not going to answer to Blue Tit. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you can imagine. I mean, what's wrong with Tawny Owl? <laughs> right. So and then my other half was um had quite a lot of voluntary experience in the scouts. So I said, Oh, what's the name of a leader's name in scouting? And, and um, he said, Oh, it will be jungle book names. So I thought, Oh, blue, bluey and blue. That'll be a good name. Do you think? And he said, yeah, sounds all right. So there you go. That was it. Brilliant. That's fantastic. So yeah, it's been good. Awesome. So I didn't want to be called, um, 
you know, children's art and craft. We're, we're all I've never been interested in having to be fixed into one. Sure. And it's been a, a very good thing because my brand has followed me throughout that entire time. So, yeah, there you go. Lovely. That's <laughs> been fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing with us today. Oh, no, thank you. Thanks, James. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.